The following program contains mature content matter. Listener discretion is advised. Giant Monster Productions presents an original episodic series from Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Tales of the Monster Hunters. Volume 1. Issue 3. Demon Box Exorcism. I sat there longer than I should have, staring into the black eyes of my friend who had become possessed by a demon. What I was going to do would drive the demon from his body. But it would also kill the man who was also like a brother to me. Dieter Müller. Stuttgart, Germany. 1934. Our story opens on a Monday night in Spring Falls, located somewhere in the hinterlands of Ontario with a population of just 500 souls, at the home of the Brothers Hill, Jebediah and his younger brother, Jethro. On this warm night, Jeb is outside, working in the shed containing their private still. Jethro! The side door of the house bursts open as Jethro comes running out of the house towards the shed. What is it, Jeb? Are we under attacks? No, Mr. Gloom and Doom. I was just looking and wondering what you was doing. I'm washing your plates, Jeb. Still? For real, Turkey Neck? What's taking you so long? You had a lot of dishes, Jeb. Is you trying to guilt me, boy? Oh, no, Jeb. I isn't. All right, then. What is it that you want if my dishes ain't washed yet? You come for me, Jeb. Huh? I did? Yes. Don't you remember us? You know what, Turkey Neck? If I had called you, don't you think I would have remembered it? That depends. And what would that be, I'm asking? How much shine have you been consuming? Before Jeb can answer, they hear the sound of a vehicle creeping up their gravel driveway and then stopping. They both peek outside to hear the horn begin to honk. Well, who in Tarnation is calling at this ungodly hour? You expecting someone? Jethro? You's about as stupid as a sponge soaked in kerosene. Would I be asking who's calling at this hour if I'd have known? Jeb! Jethro! Jeb! Jethro! Jeb and Jethro walk outside towards their cousin, Obadiah, who is standing in front of his truck. Thank goodness you both are still up. Would you take a look at your state, Obadiah? What in the nation's got you all stressed out? Don't you mean stressed? Well, look at you, Encyclopedia Britannica. Correcting me and all. I'm just saying, Jams. And I'm saying, you better turn your little tail around, hurry into that kitchen, and get me and Obadiah here some shine. I'm getting a mind of thirst going here. Oh, no. No shine for me, Jethro. What in Sam Hill? You refusing shine? Jethro, this must be serious. Turn around and make it a double for me. Jethro speeds back towards the house while Obadiah strikes a match off the heel of his boot and lights a cigarette. Cousin, I need your help. What you need my help for, cuz? I got my brother-in-law chained up in the back of the truck. Sons of a bitch! I ain't seen that hyena in a while. What's he up and done now? That's the reason I'm here, Jeb. Whoa! Let's step back a moment here. Did you just say the tucker's chained up in the back of your truck? Jeb? Tucker has gone and gotten himself possessed. Is you sure? You know that idiot's got a problem with licking them there tree toads, don't you? Look for yourself. Jeb follows Obadiah towards the back of the truck where he sees Tucker, whose hands and feet are bound in chains. Look, Tucker. Jebediah's here. Unchain you, fool. It's like a shoot you in the face. That means nothing. 
You know how many people I know that wants to shoot you in the face? You know, my wife has the same urge. Your wife is so fat. If she wants to kill you, all she has to do is sit on you or roll over on top of you while you're in bed together. <laughs> Tacky old son of a bitch, you as funny as ever. <laughs> Jam, that's my wife he's talking about. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Just hold on one second there, Obadiah. Tucker, let me fetch you a little bit of moonshine. It'll cure any ailments that's going on with you. How can it cure me when it hasn't cured your stupid looking face? By the seven seas. Jethro! Jethro, get in here! He surely is possessed! The side door of the house swings open and Jethro comes running out with a mason jar full of grain alcohol and stops in front of his brother. Stop! Stop where you is! Take a breath! Isn't that my shine? Yes! Well, if it is, then why ain't I holding it, turkey neck? Jethro plucks the jar from Jeb's hand and takes a long sip and coughs violently. <laughs> Smooth. What is it, Jeb? Why is Kuda chained up for? Because I was feeling kinky, grapehead. Pay him no attention, Jethro. You help Obadiah pick him up and bring him inside. Looks like the possessed is going to have himself an extradition today. Yee-haw! I thought it was an exorcism. Why, you're just about as smart as a food processor. I was just saying, Jeb. And I'm saying just be careful when you two go lugging Tucker into the living room. Don't get, get muck all over my brand new carpet there. Why can't you help, Jebs? Well, you're just about as quick as a car that's out of gas. How in the world am I going to be able to help you and Obadiah carry Tucker inside? Who's going to be holding my shine? Sorry, Jeb. That's okay, Lazy. Never you mind. Just get cracking. Same as a rooster lays an egg. Go on. Bring him on inside now. Within five minutes, our heroes have dragged a stubborn and straining Tucker inside and seated him on a chair in the middle of the room. Well, isn't this cozy, the three of us and the dispossessed over there? It's possessed, you idiot. <sighs> I bet this idiot was dropped on his head when he was a baby. <laughs> you sure is stupid. I was dropped more than once on my head when I was a youngin. Tucker, can you hear me? Are you still in there? Obadiah, Obadiah, stand back. It's just embarrassing yourself. Let the professionals take care of this. Now watch. Tucker! Tucker, you inside there? Piss off, you half-brother to a weasel. Now hold on a minute there. Don't be running off at the mouth. My brother over here may be a lot of things, but one thing he sure as hell ain't is no weasel. Thanks, Jim. Now go and hush yourself there, weasel boy. Demon! Demon! Be gone from this body! Pull it out, your inbred ass. I will. I tried. That is it. You hold old Boziba Bob over there. He ain't leaving. I thought you two were supposed to be good at this. Ooh, pardon me and my brother, Mr. High Standards. But even a horse has a bad day, especially when it's on its way to the glue factory. Jeb, why don't we use the demon box? What's a demon box? Out of the question. That demon box is too dangerous. And it's only to be used on special occasions. Weddings, funerals, stuff like that. And the occasional karaoke singing nights. You know, I like to do some Mariah Carey. Then I guess Mary Jane was right about you, Jeb. How's that? She said don't go to that idiot windbag Jeb and his soft-boiled brother. They won't be able to help you. She said that, did she? Word for word, cousin. She said all those things, 
But you still came back to seek our help anyways? It would be nice if just once I could make her eat her own words. <laughs> Why not? She eats everything else. Got to help him, Jeb. Look at his face. Ugh. Does I has to? Jeb? <sighs> All right, go on, shit. Go get the demon box. Let's see what we can do for Obadiah here. Jethro rushes off to fetch the demon box as Jeb takes in the last of his moonshine and coughs violently. <laughs> Is you okay? Yep. Just went down the wrong off ramp there. Thanks, Jeb. Thanks. Obadiah takes a step towards Jeb, who holds up a hand to stop him. Yeah, yeah, just don't go growing a lady's vagina on me. Jethro rushes back into the living room, carrying the demon box under his arm. Here we are, Obadiah! The demon box! Shit, Jethro, with all you running around this and that and all that hurrying and whatnot, you remind me of a thoroughbred. Your best record not break a leg. I sure would hate to put you down, you being my brother and all. That's a boombox? <laughs> Very good, Radio Shack. Now I know why Jeb didn't want you getting that boombox to begin with. That's my boombox that went missing two years ago. Jeb, you told me you got this from Skeet's yard sale. He did. He took it from the back of my truck. Okay, Starsky and Hutch, can you both calm down? Stop with the police work. We got us an extradition to do now. I want my boombox back. Jeb, we have to give it back once we's done. <sighs> fine, fine, whatever, Thelma and Louise. Now, can we get on with this? Jethro, pass me the shoebox full of cassettes. Here you is, Jeb. Obadiah peers over Jeb's shoulder and looks inside the shoebox full of plain cassette tapes. These are just regular music cassettes. Well, nothing gets by you, does it, Bloodhound? How's it going to drive the demon out of Tucker? Just sit back in your chair inside and watch the fireworks. And by the way, when we's done here, go in the bathroom. There's something called mouthwash. Make sure you swirl it around in your mouth. I won't be having time to exercise that demon from your mouth. After a few minutes of digging through the box, Jeb finally selects a cassette. Ah, here he is. Turkey neck, pop this in. Are you sure about this one, Jeb? Sure as you're gonna get a backhand across the head if you don't do what I tells you. You two are really the dumbest hunters I've ever met. Music? Really? Go on, Jethro. Hit it. Jethro puts the cassette into the boombox and hits play. What's so special about this song? Give it a minute, Caligula. Keep your eyes on Tucker. Sweet Lucifer, this song. Jeb? The sound is so sweet. Jeb? The music is so touching and moving. Jeb? Making me feel Jeb. happy and warm all over. I hate feeling happy and warm all over, but I can't fight this feeling inside. It's beginning to make me boil. Jeb? Boiling hotter and hotter. Obadiah, time to kiss the floor! The three of them duck down behind what little furniture is closest to them, while Tucker continues to writhe and strain against his chains. Oh no! I'm... <laughs> Jeb rises to his feet and looks over at the headless body of Tucker. Spurts of steam and blood belch from the empty spot between Tucker's collarbones.
That's how she blows. Oh my. Jayab, what have you done? I don't exercise that demon. You be seeing him here anywhere? And I don't see Tucker's head anymore either. Well, that was kind of unexpected, but it is what it is. Unexpected? Did you know this demon box exorcism would kill Tucker? Well, there's always a chance of anything in this here profession. Ain't that right, Jethro? I guess. Oh, this is bad. This is bad, bad, bad. You can say that again. Look up top. His brain's all scattered on my ceiling. That's gonna leave a stain. What am I gonna do, Jab? Mary Jane gonna kill me? What do you mean, what you tell her? Just tell her a lie. Lie? Just like the same thing you told your wife the first time you said that you loved her and that she was pretty and all. Lie how? Does I gotta think of everything? Is my brain knowledge that professed that I have to tell you what to say? You storm into that room and you say, Looky here, Jabba the Hutt. Your tucker was all tied up in chains. He broke free, wrestled me to the ground, beat me up, and escaped. I hasn't seen him since. End of story. That could work so time. Merjane would never believe that. And why not? I don't have any bruises on my face. Not yet you don't. Jethro, grab him. Oh, no. You don't mean that you're going to... Well, you has to look the part. What are you going to do? Go home all unscuffed? Will you at least be gentle? I has to make it look real. Otherwise, how in the world is Coco the signing gorilla going to be able to believe it if he ain't all scarred up and mocked? Okay. With a deranged grin on his face, Jeb proceeds to pummel Obadiah with a flurry of punches when suddenly Obadiah crumples to the floor, his head bouncing off the stone with a sickening thwack. Jeb, you killed Obadiah! Hmm, so I did. You was just supposed to bruise him, not kill him! True, little brother, but now it looks like Obadiah was killed tragically while fighting that demon. You think Mary Jane is going to believe that? Only one way to find out, Jeffro. How's that? You has to be real convincing, brother, when you tells her. Me? Why me? Well, you heard our cousin. Mary Jane hates me. She wouldn't believe a stitch that I told her. I don't know, Jeb. What's to know? You go. You walk in. You say hello. Blah, blah, blah. Explain the story. You lie, you leave. Over. It's done. Don't you feel bad about this? We just stopped us an evil entity, Jethro. Just sit back and take the kill. Fine. Oh, and take these two corpses out of here. They're starting to stink up the living room. What are you going to do? I'm going to sit here with my glass of shine, and I'm going to sit back and mourn poor old Obadiah. Just like any good cousin would. How dare you? What would you think I was gonna do? Watch tractor pulling. Well, shame on you, brother. Shame on you. The one thing that Obadiah and me truly loved was tractor pulling. And I'm gonna be the better man and sit here and watch that all night long until you come back from lying to that horse on a pillow. <laughs> and you sit there and you judge me? How dare you? Shame. Shame, little brother. Shame. Now move to the left a bit. I can't see the screen. I'm sorry, Jeb. I hope so, boy. Do you think that Obadiah's spirit may still be with us? Well, and I ain't too sure if his spirit's still here. But if you look on the ceiling, over the mantle there, somewhere on the floor, and behind my head, you see a lot of Obadiah just sitting around. 
Now listen, when you come back, don't forget to bring in the ladder. We're gonna have to have you go up there and scrape off what little bits left to him. In memoriam, of course. What can't you do? Well, I go seize the widow. How shameful of you. How would I be able to mourn poor Obadiah while you's gone if I'm sitting here scraping him off the ceiling, off the floor, and off the wall? You're right, Jeb. What was I thinking? That's why I always say, little brother, just leave all the thinking to me. Imagine, where would you be if it wasn't for me? Now go on, get going. I don't know where I'll be without you, Jeb, but I do know where I've almost been with you. You have been listening to Tales of the Monster Hunters. Created by Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Directed and produced by Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Story and written by Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Tales of the Monster Hunters start. Enzo Ferrara as Jebediah Hill. Paul Siliphant as Jethro Hill. Mahendra Dana as Obadiah. And Antonio Ferrara as Tucker. Narrated by Chris Walker. Editing and music by Alexander Ferrara. Royalty music composed by Kevin McLeod. Coming soon. Tales of the Monster Hunters, Issue 4, What's Up with Mario, Monday, April 24, 2023. This has been a presentation of Giant Monster Productions. Copyright 2023. If you have enjoyed this podcast, then please subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you for listening.